Jazz, jazz. Bathroom jazz. Bathroom jazz, baby. Yeah. Tis I, once again, no guano. For episode two of Bathroom Jazz, we had a quick chat with Wei, where we discussed the creation of our album Vague Vanguard, as well as Wei's travels throughout the process. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy what you experience, and be on the lookout for the album very soon in the second half of 2019. And uh, you can actually hear me and Wade together in action before the album comes out because he appeared on the track Below low from my album in 2017 with Object entitled Cuts from the Corner. So yeah, this is a long time coming. We're finally in the home stretch home now. Stretch, so expose yo. your ears to this interview. Uh, marvel at my beginner animations and get ready for our music because that is a thing that is happening. Peace. So I'll set it off nice and say, hey, it's me, No Guano, and we're here to talk with Wei about our upcoming musical project entitled Vague Vanguard. In fact. And, uh, yeah, so we started making this album a long time ago, uh, when I was, like, just getting out of high school, and you were, uh, with Dean Steele, right, in New York, so, uh... What's uh what's going on? What's been going on since then? And can you talk maybe about like the origins? What was up with you in the beginning? Oh, like at that point? Yeah, because I actually, you know what? Uh, I think you might have messaged me on the Stones Throw forum or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, no, it was the beat battle, bro. It was the beat battle. Um, it was definitely because there was a forum. I don't know. I was looking for like a. The kind of competition i was just trying to get ups like if you know people who tag like um to get ups is just to be like seen or to be heard so i was just at that point i was trying to figure out uh which ways were best to try and get myself and my art out there and also just in, in a competition forum to see where i'm lacking and to get inspiration, because if you do something on your own, you don't really have as much push for it. So I'm a big fan of Stone's Throw. Uh, I mean, like, shouts out to Peanut Butter Wolf. MF Doom's, like, my father. Uh, Mad Lib. Uh, right now, Mind Design. But anyway, so I was doing the beat battles, and I was just, like, hear what everyone else was doing. And I think that's how we pretty much got in contact at first that was 2016 Damn. Uh, i was in, yeah i was in junior year wait was that early no i was still in i was still in, i was still a sophomore yeah i was a sophomore in college i see but um yeah and then you said that you had gone through some of my stuff on soundcloud and i asked you what exactly it was and it was it was a really strange song. I definitely remember that. I don't remember what the title was, and I don't I don't think I even have that song anymore. But I remember I recorded it with my friend uh, Jordan Bautista. But I made the beat and I wrote the words. And you, you said it sounded cool, and you said you were down to work. And I'm like, yo, for sure, bro. I mean, I'm always looking for like interesting people to like collab with. Yeah. 
Here we are. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm pretty sure, so if you were in college, you would have been around, like, like I said, you were with Dean Steele. So, like, what was going on yes. at that time with that? Oh, okay. So me, Dean, uh, Robin, and the flu. Anyway, Robin is the flu, but Drew or POTUS. I'm going to say flu and POTUS. Uh, so we had this little thing where, I mean, I'm, we had this culture. We would just freestyle every, pretty much whenever we could, like every every day, every other day, uh, freshman year, sophomore year. But then Drew left, so it was just me, uh, Robin, and Dean in junior year. But I felt like we had put in 10,000 hours. And eventually someone, I feel like eventually someone was going to like, suggest creating a collective but um robin and drew already had a gang called aq or asking questions uh i'm not gonna say what the other uh meaning of aq is because it'll probably get them in trouble but um they were like oh we have our own thing so one day dean was like and dean dean is virgo and i'm a virgo so us both being like like male Virgos, uh, it it helped our process a lot. I feel well. He he says I taught him how to make beats, cause he would rap. I know he was really big into like reggae and like ska and um uh dub dub reggae, but I, he also was into old school like we were, and he's from the Bronx. But I put him on to beat making, and like we were just like, yeah, we would like make progress every day on FL, and I would see his growth. Eventually, he got a machine, I got a machine, which is not really important. But he just said one day, like, yo, we need to make uh, a group, a collective. Like, we we will be stronger. We must join forces, you and I. I said, okay, Grasshopper. Okay, Padawan. And like we we basically we 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 laid out um not necessarily a contract but like a blueprint. We wrote it down. We said, Oh, this is like a community, this is how we're gonna split the funds, this is what we're trying to get. And we would do shows on campus and like uh upstate and if we didn't have any lyrics we would just freestyle. Like we would freestyle I remember I would freestyle for like entire sessions, bro. We would have Justin Lipman, uh, shouts out to Justin, DJ Tickle Tits. He would pull up with all his beats on his machine because he, he was an entire Crane music student. So he was, uh, he's actually a piano teacher now, but he just had these amazing beats and, uh, he would just spin them. And we, because we didn't know the beats and because we always had lyrics, but we didn't always know how to sync them up, we sometimes we would just like come up with stuff on the spot. And yeah, we ended up like just, uh moving forward with it i see uh so uh anyways you were uh working with those guys and then we kind of started putting together some songs but then i think you went on a trip to like mozambique or something like that or uh, I or i don't know you didn't have yeah. like you didn't have equipment i can't remember but you were still recording songs and you had like some weird microphone and then like you kind of were not in the same place, something like that. Can you? Do you remember? What yeah, that was? I do, bro. That was summer 2016. That summer changed my life, bro. <laughs> but yeah, basically, that was summer 2016. I used to record with Dean. Um, 
I used to record with Dean and his like he had him he had a setup in his room. He had the dynamic mic. I think it was a sure. Um and then I went back home for the summer. I was actually in Zambia because I live in Mozambique, but I'm from Zambia, so that summer I went all the way back to Zambia. Okay. And uh the only microphone I had was like one of those gaming microphones. Oh where yeah, yeah, you have the you have the earphones and it's like it comes out to the side. Oh, it, was, it was this random USB microphone, but because it was a USB microphone and the laptop I had at the time uh, had a really terrible sound card, I would yeah, it sounded better than just plugging in like and your earphones or whatever with the with the jack. So I would use it a lot more. And that's how I recorded some of the songs. And it came, yeah, it came out really, uh, yeah, it was just really, it was really lo-fi. Yeah, like it had a weird quality to them. But then, uh, I don't know, like after a long time of work, they kind of ended up like working out anyway. But at first they seemed like way different. I don't know. Yeah, they definitely were. Um, Who else did I, I definitely also recorded at Jordan's. In Jordan's room, in Jordan's setup, because he had a condenser mic. Bro, I think throughout this project, I've used like five, six different microphones. Because <laughs> yeah. even my own microphones, I've used two of them. Yeah, I initially had a Rode microphone. Now I have an Audio Technica. Nice. So, yeah, bro. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of... It kind of ends up being like a nice feature because like every song could kind of use a different sound source anyway. So I don't know, like it kind of gives a nice variation, I guess. Yeah, it's also it's also just really it sounds really I mean, it's 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 muffled, but it also sounds really warm to me. So it makes me feel hella nostalgic <laughs> whenever I listen to some of those takes because I remember like. This, the place I was in, I remember like physically, also like mentally, like all the stories I was telling. I remember who I was talking about. It's, it's weird. I feel like that's also kind of why I make music because keeping a journal was too, it was too easily accessible. Mm-hmm. So I just put it out into the world in the medium that's more accessible because you hear it and you don't have to think as you read. But I code it so much that only I know what I'm talking about now and name names. Yeah, yeah. But I, I definitely remember. That's cool. Word. Um, and yeah, uh, so I told you before that I empathize with a lot of your lines. <laughs> and uh, so that was making me wonder if you can think of any themes surrounding the lyrics and like what kind of standards were you holding yourself to and... How were you creating rhymes at the time? Oh, uh, there's a lot of moments. There's a lot of different moods on that, bro. Um, I definitely went through my fuckboy phase, mm-hmm. uh, where I say things like, like, oh, like, why the fuck is bitches giving me neck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I say it with so much, I say that shit with my chest. I'm like, what the fuck is bitches giving me that? Yeah. Slop the top, be the top, be the top. <laughs> and I don't know, it's like a little like braggadocious. Not, not necessarily in any flashy way, but just trying to set myself apart from everyone. Not even like 
in really concrete ways it's more in like metaphors correct because right after that i say um i say what the hell and they say the heck yeah and then uh, there is the song um where i go be yourself because everybody's taken and i was going through this phase where i had i mean everyone has influences and i was just always careful of trying to mirror or mimic my influences because everyone who heard anything that I had done at that point had always told me, Oh, you kind of sound like so-and-so and you kind of sound like this, but you're also really your own person. And I really started to work towards that more and more with every new uh, project that I had, even like this, even the single tracks, like how I approached it, I tried to make it as individual as possible, but also trying to be aware of my surroundings. Uh, I think in that song, this was around the time when uh, Donald Trump had announced that he was going to be uh, running for president. Right. And I was a bit weary. Oh, yeah, it's 2016, definitely. So I say some kind of lewd things, which now when I look back on it, it kind of like, it kind of defeats the purpose. Because Donald Trump is seen as a misogynist or whatever. But I say a few things about his daughter yeah. in kind of a rebellious way. And I mean, it's all entertainment. It's definitely all entertainment. So I shouldn't hold myself to such a high standard with my moral compass. It's all, it was just all like shock value. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of that, like it's, it kind of, it kind of like makes more sense as time passes on because like you rapped about him and then he became president. You know what I mean? Bro, I saw that coming. And to keep it a stab with you, bro, I'm not even an American citizen, but I saw that coming from a mile away, bro. Yeah. And, uh, um, but like there was, there's another example. I can't think about it right now, but like, I mean, since it takes, since it took so long, there's just like opportunity for like things to come true. And like, uh, I, th- yeah, I feel yeah. like multiple things did, you know? Mm-hmm. I really considered calling this an, an anthology just because we took time on this, bro. I feel like we've taken at least two, three years, uh, getting all of this stuff together. So that even as a, even, even though people are going to consume it as one thing, probably, probably only 45 minutes, this was really like years in the making. And I feel like I can hear the growth, not yeah. only in my voice, but in like my content and maybe my flow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I mean, I definitely feel you there, but then by the end of it, I'd end up calling every single project I make an anthology because they all take so goddamn long. Bro, I respect that. You know, you you have to polish it. You have to make sure it's you know it's spit polished and shiny as hell. And you can't rush. You, you can't rush it. I feel as though you can tell when someone spent time on something. Yeah, and like I mean, also like at the same time, this whole time I've been making so many other albums, like I've said before. So like, I mean, mm-hmm. this this isn't the only thing I've been working on. So frick, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Oh, I hear you, bro. It's just working. It's grinding. Yeah. Uh, but, well, you, you kind of touched on them a bit, but could you maybe, like, talk uh, about a few of your favorite tracks, like, if you had to think of any? Damn, Daniel. 
<laughs> bro, that meme was so long ago. <laughs> yeah. That meme was so long ago. But yeah, there's one song. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again. Uh, I, I flipped it. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like he's, he's, he's Daniel with the white vans. And there's the stereotype about white vans kidnapping like like with little kids yeah yeah so in the song i kind of go through a whole story and to be honest with you i don't really tell that many stories anymore but that was definitely a story i told a story about how daniel was kidnapped in a white van but karma comes back around eventually right. yeah it bites me in the ass so i th- I really like that song and i like that concept nice. uh, yeah we'll bring that meme back Bro, we have to bring that. Did you hear that they, uh, they, they, they took all their sponsors and they just handed out shoes to little kids in hospitals and stuff? You mean vans? Yeah, they gave out vans to little kids in hospitals. I thought that was really cool. Nice. Use of your platform and your power. Yeah. Can you think of, I uh, like, yeah, do you have any other faves or not really? Definitely the Be Yourself song. Track one, absence. Where I go like, skirt, skirt, skirt. Bro, I said skirt, skirt, skirt like a private school girl. <laughs> yeah. And eventually, uh, I mean, I think that had been said. Or it was going to be said. I don't know, but Kanye said it at one point. I want to believe that I said it before Kanye, but of course I would want to believe I said it before Kanye. Yeah. But I made a reference to a show that I I actually wasn't watching at that time, but I used to watch a lot when I was a kid. Um, My name is Earl. Right. I'm trying to do good like my name is Earl. I don't I don't like sweats, so I wear them outside because Earl sweatshirt who. Yeah, Earl Sweatshirt had this line where he I mean, he had his name. The name of his album was I don't like shit. I don't go outside. And then I say, um, I don't like sweats, so I wear them outside. You're going to learn the day I got nothing to hide. And that was, that was a reference to Kevin Hart. Have you seen that Kevin Hart stand-up? Oh, no, what, nothing to hide or something like that? Where, where he says, uh, you're going to learn the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a reference that I, I thought that was hilarious. I see. I didn't even, I didn't even put that together, but yeah, I have seen that. Bro, what's funny is that, I continue and I say when subs slide, so like subliminal messages, when subs slide, I let it subside. If I row, 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 the boat might capsize because row. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I just think it was really clever. What do you mean by row? Row is, um, it's a synonym for argue. Okay, okay. I think it's more of a British thing. Um, shouts out to the mandem. And the waste mind them. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like if you row too much, the boat might capsize or something. I don't know. Word. I mean, it's definitely a row, row, row your boat thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I love that. I don't know why. I think if I had a favorite nursery school rhyme, that would definitely be it because I've used that time and time again. Um, but also, supposedly that's like that song is special to the Freemasons. Shouts out to the Freemasons out there, you know, ruling the world. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, but uh, life is but a dream. And is... they kind of make it seem like, what's up? Is that what they think or something? 
No, life is but a dream. Yeah, like is that one of their ideologies, or was that got to do with Freemason? Um, so I think it's it's or I, don't quote me on this. This is just what I feel. Yeah, but it's kind it's kind of like lucid dreaming, where you have the ability to change your entire surrounding based off of your mind alone. Okay, yeah. So when you say life is but a dream and you realize that life is but a dream, then you're able to manifest whatever you really want onto the physical plane. Pretty much. In, in, in brief. In the summary. You still there? You still there, G? Yo, no guano! Am I back yet? Yeah, you're back. Alright, but uh, that's pretty much my last question, pretty much, but uh, I guess I just want to say, like, uh, like it's kind of impressive how much it's progressed since the beginning and became, like, this whole new thing, so that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, can you give any kind of, like, closing statement? Oh, I really appreciate how... Um, well, for some of the beats that you sent me, I sent you these really old takes when my microphone was not so good. And then I sent you like brand new verses, like a year later, maybe when I had a good microphone and you still like drop both of them onto the same beat and it becomes, uh, yeah, it's just like a present or past or past. And more recent past type thing. Right. This yeah. is cool having the two sides because it sounds like a different person just with the same voice. So it sounds like if I had a twin or like a little brother. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. thought that was, that was a really cool. Element. Yeah, that's cool. It, like those tracks, I know like people think like, oh, is who's this guy? Like who's the feature or whatever? But really, it's just you like in a different space. Yeah. Did people have you shown them to people and people actually said that? Yeah, yeah, I've played these songs too for like a lot of friends and stuff. Oh, what did they say? Oh, they all dig it. Like, this should be a future classic. It's slid. Hopefully. I was thinking that, like, maybe, inshallah, God willing. I mean, like, it should be, I mean, it should be, like, at least get plays. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to, like, you know, it's hard to get it out there, but I, I think it's, like, some quality tunes at least. Word. I'm trying to put it in the work out here. You know, spread the word. Mm-hmm. So hopefully. Also, the reason why I started making beats, bro, is because I was tired of asking people to make me beats. Also, sometimes the ideas I have are not necessarily the ideas that other people have. And I know you know that because you make beats, bro. And you make some very individualistic beats, bro. And I know that you know that other people can't do things the way that you kind of imagine exactly yeah so i started to make my own beats and i started to like teach myself like at the beginning of this year i did not know how to use ableton and i told myself i'm gonna learn how to use ableton and i've been making beats with ableton bro it seems intimidating but it's actually really intuitive once you get into it um i don't want to say i taught myself how to use machine my friends taught me but like i definitely learned my own like workflow around machine i definitely taught myself how to sample i taught myself how to use fl 
I bought my own camera so that I could take my own videos and take my own pictures just because I'm tired of like depending and waiting on people, bro. So yo, if anyone, if two people hear this, don't quit waiting around for anyone to do anything for you. If you really want to do it, bro, just go out or sis, go out and do that shit yourself. You have two hands. Maybe you have one. Maybe you have half a hand. Maybe you have half a brain, but you can still do it. You can dead do whatever you need to do without any, you know, you don't need no one to open the doors for you, bro. And I feel like that's really important to keep in mind as an artist. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I do. I do most of this myself other than get gentlemen to rap for me most of the time. But yeah, I feel you. And you still do your own verses, bro. Yeah, I'm trying. You know what I just found out? What's that? You know how Madlib uh, had Lord Quaz? Yeah. So, when I hear Lord Quaz, I think he just pissed it up, right? Mm-hmm. You know what he really did? Well, like, yeah, he slows it down and then records, then speeds it back he up, right? He slows it down, then he raps real slow, then he speeds it back up. Yeah. Bro, I was mind blown. Because when I started to listen to Lord Quaz, I started to listen to Lord Quaz really differently. Yeah, I haven't, like, gone back to it with that knowledge yet, even though I've known for a while, but, like, that's pretty cool, I think. It is. It really is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe that's it. I don't know, unless you got anything else. Uh, well, I'm going to say this to the kids. Uh, stay in vegetables, don't do school, and eat your drugs. That's it, Big Dog, the talk with Way about our album Vague Vanguard. All beats heard in this interview appear on the project, so make sure to check it out when it arrives uh, very soon in this year of our Lord 2019. And I'll leave it at that. Peace!